Hey, it's Nicole. Hey, this is Tiffany. And it's Saya. And this is what keeps us together. Basically the group chat in your head. Living rent free. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, we are missing one of our mate, our friends here today. Yeah. So I'm going to pour one up for my homie. <laughs> you know, where she rests in paradise. Oh my so God. I, I just swear. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Not the like eulogy. Right. <laughs> but the person but she'll be back. She'll be back. Right. Literally. We promise. Taking a break. <laughs> yeah, she's taking a break. And so I'm just going to be the good ratchet self she knows how to be for her. So this one's for you, my homie. <laughs> we should start R.I.D. for rest and break. <laughs> oh, we should try that one. But also, while we're missing our homie, don't forget to like, subscribe, share. Look okay. at the professional oh, podcaster. And if you to... want to submit any topics that you would like us to hear as well, you can also, or hear. If you would like to submit any topics you would like us to talk about, please just hit us up on our email at wkutgether, right? Mm-hmm. At gmail.com. Yep. Woo. And the, good, and the good words of our friend, DM us respectfully. Right. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Please and thank you. Yeah. Okay, the topic at hand today is... Oh, forgot one. Oh, shoot. Yeah, no, no, Darn no. Darn it. We had been doing so good we and I was. ruined it. I'm no, sorry. No, you didn't it's ruin okay. it. I'm so okay. excited. No, because, you know, it's a perfect segue into, like, maybe that's just how our week is going. Mm. Uh, right? Okay. So, how do we express our weeks? Through song. You know it always. Always. So, um, does anybody want to go first or I'll go first? You can go first. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> um, I think that this might have been a song that we had... That maybe Tiffany had in the past, but maybe it's resonating with me this week. Come on back around. <laughs> Come on back around. Yeah. Oh, we'll be back around. Um, I hate you. Is it by SZA? Yep. Yep. Mm. If you wonder if I hate you, I, I do. do. Yes, and that was intentionally loud because I want. <laughs> Please, all y'all understand. Just know that I like I do. Um, <laughs> okay. Not I the, do. Not the scary laughter. <laughs> But for I real did. though, yeah, but for, but real, for real though. though, that's how my week is going. But better days are coming. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Right. Come on. Okay. Right. I love better days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's a drama. Um, I'll go next. Okay. Um, I just saw Jasmine Sullivan live, come on, and in person in Philly mm-hmm. on Friday, and I'm about that life right now. So, mm-hmm. um, my song of the week has I can't resonate with any of these lyrics. It has nothing to do with my life. <laughs> But I sing it from my soul, like I from live from your chest. Like okay, okay. Every time. So my song of the week is, yeah, my hair and my ass fake, but so what? I don't need it because I'm getting everything that Eight. I want, Eight. everything that I ask for. And again, that's not my life, you know. <laughs> I wish not? I was getting my rent paid because my hair and my ass was fake. But look, I live a life of respectability, I guess. <laughs> Instead, uh, mm. I mean, I you mean, know, we all choose our our, our <laughs> names, and 
<laughs> Understanding. This is the one. Sometimes you can... I'm like, man, I could have gone places mm. with that. Mm. Look, but I only went for that BBL. It's still time. <laughs> <laughs> Not for you. But you know, I think the level that I'm at is these days. I'm like, I could start one of those. Um, only what, fans. What's them, yeah, one of them. T- those feet only fans. Hey, and never show my face. Look. Mm. <laughs> there's, a, there's an entire market. An entire market. Cat on euphoria made me really consider some things. So I was like, all you have to do is put the mask on. <laughs> First of all, my OnlyFans Uber. Only gas prices are real. Yeah. Only fans yeah. it is. In, in my house. house. In the privacy awesome. of my own. Right. The way this inflation is going up. Look. I mean, you gotta understand. There's some if y'all got things. the money to pay for it, I got look, I got beat. It pays for itself. It's it. They say. Mm. You know they say mm. use what you got. The mm. Lord bless you with feet. Mm. Use them. Mm. You didn't create the fetish. You just lending your parts to it. Right. Why not be a part? Hello? <laughs> Multiple streams of income. But <laughs> they say it's your uh, passive income. I'm passively sitting on my behind, making some money. Literally kicking your feet up and making some cash. <laughs> Keep the nail shops in business. Okay, we are feeding the economy. When I succeed, my nail lady succeeds. Okay. And I'm like, oh, like they always say, pay black women. Right. <laughs> Just saying. Right. Oh, gosh. It's problematic all the way around. It's, it's fine. fine. It's terrible. It's fine. What's your song? Tired. All right. So my song in the, of the week is... Um, First of all, we're still in March. Not sure when this is going to drop, but this is Women's Month, so I figured I might as well stay on that. And it looks like you all have as well. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah. kudos to all of us. Mm-hmm. But my song of the week is going to be uh, Is My Living in Vain by Escape. Not the Clark Sisters. I was about to say, you mean the Clark Sisters? No, 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 no. The one I grew up on was Escape. So not the original? Not the original. Oh, okay. You remember that? Is my living in vain? Is my living in vain? Of course I remember not. it. I just know it's not the original. So this is where <laughs> a girl who grew up on church songs deviates from a girl who definitely grew up on all the ratchetness <laughs> that is possible in one's life. Church girl, ratchetness. <laughs> so yes, I didn't do the original. I did. That's okay. It's just a, a a thirty second little insert on Escape's uh, um, album. I'm telling you, the kids this week. Woo. I was scared to ask how it was relating woo. to your right. life this week. Right, woo. right. I had to be like, okay, Lord, bring it. Remind me. Okay, there's gonna be something great. Okay, just give me, get me through. Your, your current job. Are only what fans. day of the week was it that the kid ran up to you at the park that wasn't even your kid that was like, I'm pooping, I'm pooping. <laughs> That was <laughs> Wednesday. Yes. Wednesday. I'm sitting on the park bench watching the other children that I'm nannying. And a child runs up right next to me. Doesn't look at me, but is literally where Tiffany is, like right next to me. And it's just like, I'm pooping. But he says it like, so only I can hear it. And I'm like, well, where is your parent? Because I have nothing that I can do for you right now. And then his dad, I think he says it again. And his dad finally hears. He's like, uh, uh, can you wait till we get home? I don't think that that's the reason why he was telling you. I think he was telling you because it's an action. It's, it's happening. It's actively it's happening. occurring. It's happening. <laughs> and then earlier in the week, the two that I have, I one of them twice in the same day. I'm doing potty training, by the way, right now. So 
pray for me, but twice in the same day, poops and pees in her underwear because we're doing potty training. I was like, I, Lord, are you calling me to something else? <laughs> Is there somewhere else you'd like me to be? Because right now, this ain't it. Mm. <laughs> I don't want to clean the diaper of somebody who is who will, as you are asking them, are you pooping? No. And then does it. Not the cold lie. <laughs> the cold lie. I don't know what it is about children. I feel like candy. The lies! <laughs> <laughs> right. Bold face lie in your face. But I don't know what it is about kids where they don't want to go to the bathroom while they're in the middle of having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it is something about kids who are just, they're, they're just like, right. It's Momo. But I'm like, listen, as an adult, sometimes I'm like, oh man, can I just send my bladder over there? <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Or you wait until you have to do the pee pee dance. Yeah. So I understand it. But at the same time, it's like, but you know that you're going to go. Right. <laughs> because you have no real control over it's your It's going to take more time to clean it up. Mm. So they don't have to clean it up. Oh, okay. And they're not right. a problem. But mm-hmm. they removed from the play for right. longer. Right. Right. Yeah, you would okay. think they're not kids. thinking that. Yes, yeah, that's, that's too logical. Too much logic. No, that is. They're three year olds. What are I we just, asking for? <laughs> Again, <sighs> the fact that the little boy could tell me, "Hey, I'm pooping," <laughs> was more or than not the, tell you, but just tell, tell the, the, the universe. general vicinity. <laughs> right. You know, they said if you have a problem, just tell an adult. Not it doesn't matter if it's not your adult <laughs> right. or anyone that can do anything about it. Just tell an adult. Right. Hey, that's better than what I'm dealing with, which is, are you pooping? <laughs> No. no. <laughs> okay. Why would you right. ask that? <laughs> they walk by, you can get the whiff. No, oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no, no. Or get the walk. Because it's oh, not even, yeah, it's uh, the walk. Uh, or, not no, the are you pooping? <laughs> <laughs> can we move on? You right. <laughs> what is this podcast? Because you know, you, look, because we know how kids act. Yes. We may you, not have no been kids of our children, own, but right. we've been around enough kids to know how they act. Mm, but anyway. Goodness gracious. So, oh, but I love the babies. But anyway, yes, that's my song of the week. Ooh. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so um, this week our topic is Black sensitivity. We're going to be talking about the Ralph Lauren Spellhouse collaboration um, and line as a means to talk about the... Oh, Thaya, you wrote the, it. The Shoot. think pieces around. Yes, okay, sorry. The think pieces around black, black sensitivity. So I feel like we've discussed lightly how in the past there have been certain things that uh, black culture has, uh, it's ruffled our feathers as a collective whole. And we're going to be discussing, you know, the pluses and minuses of that when it feels valid, when it feels like we're just being sensitive, when mm-hmm. it feels good versus when it feels, uh, are we just reaching here? Um, or wanting to be upset about any and everything sometimes oh, okay. is, question, yeah. is the thing I question sometimes. I'm like, where do you think that comes from? I'm, we can get yeah, into yeah, it. That's, okay. that's, that's First, point. we're going to play this clip from um, Ralph Lauren himself talking about this collaboration with Spellhouse. I have always believed in the American dream. Since I started my company over 50 years ago, I considered our greatest responsibility to understand, be inspired by, and aspire to the dreams of all those who call this country home. When I was approached with the idea of a collection inspired by the heritage and traditions of the timeless dressing of historically black colleges and universities, it became clear that part of our design sensibility has been missing. This special collaboration with the students, the faculty, 
and alumni of Morehouse and Spelman Colleges, two esteemed institutions attended by our own employees, extends the authenticity of our brand heritage, writing untold chapters in our storytelling. Our portrait of American style and our vision of the American dream would be incomplete without black experiences like these. I'm so honored to be part of it. Okay. All right. Ooh. Well, I'm just going to say my first reaction to this was not correct because I didn't even listen to the video. I don't know about any of y'all <laughs> <laughs> are on IG and the sound don't be on and you just be like, oh, every video. That's nice. I watch with no sound. <laughs> that's why I be loving captions. Yeah, love right. it. Every part of it. Because they'll be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's a thing you can do on here is add sound to these videos. Um, so I know that there have been a lot of think pieces on this topic with regards to the Ralph Lauren video, but when I first initially listened to it and it's somewhat still my same opinion, but there's some nuances, but when I first listened to it, I definitely, or not listened to it, but when I first watched it, I was really excited about the whole thing. I'm I enjoy fashion. I enjoy um, looking at like uh, the different um, runways that they have for fall season, you know, spring season. I'm always checking them out to see what is coming up new, what's next. Um, and I also really, really, really love old fashion. So mm -hmm. like to me, the pictures that they chose to utilize for his um this line um for spellhouse are the ones that for me like i always loved about certain types of fashion so my fashion early on as a kid i loved watching my dad get into suits i loved seeing ties i loved seeing like the dress shoes like that was that was my aesthetic even though i couldn't really live in that for a long time but that was my aesthetic so when i first came out that was what i was wearing Ties, suits, slacks, whole nine yards. And so I often mirrored a lot of my aesthetic to older, uh, <clears throat> I should say from the years in which the Ralph Lauren took, Ralph Lauren took their, um, this line through, um, which is like 30s, maybe. Yeah, like that looks like it's like 20s, 30s. Yeah, 20s 40s, and 30s. Yeah. Maybe the 50s too, but I'm not sure. I loved that era. And so when I saw that, and knowing also, I will also say knowing because I'm really been into fashion and I really enjoy going back um, and men's fashion, especially women's fashion. I am, have never really been into, but men's fashion and also the history in men's fashion, um, the nuances of it from that era have been my favorite really. And so seeing this, Hat was like, oh, this is so fun. This is so great. This is exactly what I l would love to see. Also, because I'm a fan of Ralph Lauren's lines, I, I would spend a lot of time on his website finding looks for different things. For me, it makes sense for what he normally does. Mm -hmm. His aesthetic, he started out, I looked on his website, he started out making ties. Like his aesthetic is more so of a dressed up, 
aesthetic. He has changed and evolved that over the years because we don't dress like we used to dress, but that right. was where he started off at. And so for me, seeing it with, again without sound, I was like, oh, yes, he's getting back into it, but he's also including um, African-Americans into uh, his line. And he's not, you know, bef whereas before most of his stuff has been white America centered, most of his stuff. I don't know that he's even gone into Asian-American or Latin-American. Most of his stuff is, is, is white centered for Americans, right. but it's also it's prep. It's always it's always been mostly prep. Right. right. And. So watching that, I was it, so elite it, white it, Americans. Exactly. Also. Yes. Yes. Elite white Americans. As a matter of fact, I think that's what they say on his website. Um, not elite, but they like use. Uh, I can't remember the word. I looked it up. But, uh, uh, but like Oxford shirts, chinos, like there's a Ivy League type of look is right. what he normally. Well, that's where he got most of his base. And so when I was watching this, I was like, OK, that makes sense, because that t time and era, that is what. Everyone was wearing all day, every day. Even when you went out to go play, you was you were wearing a full on suit. <laughs> right. can, you, can you explain why? How your mentality about it changed, if it did, between when you played it with and without sound? Because he was saying that he wanted to he wanted to include the colleges, and he wanted to include the black experience, mm. and he wanted, and he didn't state that it was just like that it was just going to be for this era they chose the air but they didn't he didn't necessarily say oh this is just going to be for this era he was making it sound like oh no this is going to be representative of all yeah holistically of black black people and i was like well, yeah now i see why everybody has a problem with it because that's okay. not technically what we all like that was an error, right? But that right. is not all encompassing of, of who we are. And their think pieces have included like saying that it did wasn't very representative of queer individuals, which we all know the narrative then for Black people was at that time frame was we are just trying to show that we are mm. quote unquote normal. We don't want to include the outliers because that would make individuals ha have a negative thought process right. about us even though right. they existed mm -hmm. they weren't trying to push that that narrative forward especially at morehouse and and spellman because yeah, i think even with morehouse if i remember correctly uh it wasn't until recently that they even were um okay with including or saying or talking about like same-sex relationships or gay men um uh walking in their truth if it's something outside of the suit because you're supposed to like wear a suit during like certain business classes and stuff like that when you're at Morehouse. So I don't think they even started being more inclusive of other dress until as of like maybe the last maybe seven, 10 years, I think. Okay. If I if I remember correctly, because I I follow a couple of guys that used to go to Morehouse that were gay. And so then they've been talking about that. But that's a nuance within the the a nuance within our culture. It's a nuance within this HBC, this particular HBCU and, and the air and the air. Right. And so like, I get what Ralph was trying to get at, but I don't think the language was correct. And that is, I think the reason why a lot of people are having a problem with it. Cause I think. Oh, interesting. I, I don't. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't, let me, let me step. I, I'm, I was incorrect in saying that. I think his, that may exactly be what he's talking about, but I think that he is missing the mark when he is saying that, because 
he's only doing it from a certain error when there is have I think what everyone's complaint is there is more there there's more to us than just this error that's right. coming out of Spellman and Morehouse. Right. And if you're only looking at that and then you're saying that we're being more inclusive and you're saying that we're trying to include blacks. You're still the, being really myopic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's why my sorry. So I have because I look at things from a multitude of perspectives. He started off really good with mm-hmm. saying the Amer- you know, reshaping the look of American history because this whole shift and I actually had journaled about it, like how we're hearing a lot of black history is American history. Mm-hmm. I really appreciated that because we're more than just chains, shackles and 400 years of slavery, 500, however many years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there is a shift in the thought process that us being a part of American history makes us a part of innovation, makes us a part of um, change and makes us a part of, you know, it, it creates a level of inclusivity. However, hmm, um, I, I mean, I like polo to a degree from, I mean, I'm a label hoe, but um, so from that perspective, but for me, it was a little less the look of clothes and what uh, audience are we going for versus like if we're, if I'm talking about inclusivity and so friends who go to spell house to Spellman and friends that go to Morehouse, I'm not coming for y'all like, but so I just want to be clear. Um, or is she? No, I'm not. But a part of me was, okay, I know that y'all partnered with these particular schools, but if we are thinking of HBCUs, there are a whole lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What made you choose these two specifically? And why not incorporate more of them? Why, or is that maybe that's the vision for the future? But like, I'm one of those people where I mean, I get agitated when you drop the new Samsung phone and it goes to Verizon first and not to AT&T. Yes, because I have AT&T. Um, mm-hmm. But what makes certain certain brands, schools more important than the rest mm-hmm. where you don't include other schools? So, like, I'm sure there are plenty of people in this area that why didn't I get a Howard polo? Yeah. Why is there not? even though this is an institute, a Hampton um, polo, or you went to Tuskegee. Yeah. Why is there not a Tuskegee connection? I, I will say, I think some of this also is because some of the people I follow have from the Morehouse, from Morehouse that are into fashion, I think are some of the people that have made their way into polo. So I think that may be it. Okay. But, he said that. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. The, the, I think the person that designed it is actually from this area, but went to Morehouse okay. and right. now works at Ralph Lauren. Right. So um, I remember he said that. He but, said that I have a couple. The question still stands. Yes. A couple no, of agree. the people that work here went to these schools. Okay, fair, but. There's more. We than... know that there's a larger picture there. Yeah. Right. And I feel like, I don't know. It feels weird. I had a lot of qualms and the more I think about it, the more problematic I find it. And mm, I, I hate yeah. that for me because like there is a piece of me that like loves that something like this now exists and has been created. But I have a problem with, first of all, the line itself. I see 
I understand and see the appreciation of the era. Mm -hmm. What I don't see is any form of innovation or modernization of appreciation of the past. What I see is a replica. Right. And I think that that is a strange take because it's not a take to me. It Mm. is a replica. Right. And which then to me makes it seem like it would be easier to include other HBCUs if that's mm-hmm. what you're going to do, mm-hmm. if you're not going to modernize the style of the past and like make it more of our current era, then I don't know. I don't have an answer for why you wouldn't include other schools because right. that's an easy pull to me. Right. You know what I mean? Because um, you're not going to do it. You're not doing anything different. Right. right. Yeah. And, and and if I'm like mistaken, like please correct me. Like show me the ways that this is a modern take. Um, I'd love to learn more about that. But from my view uh, of having like looked at the lines, I don't the men's line and the women's line. I I don't really see innovation there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's interesting. Say it. I unfortunately feel like, and I I'm sure Ralph Lauren did not write this himself, right? Oh. But what I hear in Phrases like, um, like what he says about like, oh, we I realized that there was a missing piece in our collections that didn't represent Black America. Like what I'm hearing is, um, it's giving like, w- accept us, we're American too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As opposed to, and I, I just find that like so problematic with taking this giving a line like this to a white brand mm. is such a weird choice mm-hmm. for me okay. from an HBCU. I, I think that is so weird. Well, and I understand like the, sorry, no, go ahead. I understand like that, uh, Ralph Lauren has like a big role, a big chokehold on, um, black culture, especially like probably our era, oh, like yeah. growing up, like polos were like the thing polo boots like mm-hmm. we repped polo and I, I don't know that they yes. loved us at that time for that mm-hmm. um now there seems to have been grown more of an appreciation but i feel like um later in in the video like if you watch the full clip the full clip is like three minutes we only play like a minute of it but um there's someone that says the significance of ralph Lauren seeing us and seeing what our institutions produce and i just was like what <laughs> Like, that's what, that's the take? It's right. like still wanting Ralph Lauren to validate you? Like, right. that's where we are? I'm glad you said that because while I was, while I was thinking about this, I'm like, as we're in an age of supporting Black business and knowing that there are so many Black creators out here in this world, um, yes, Ralph Lauren owns his brand, but anybody can make a shirt with a collar and put a label on it. And I feel like if we are going for a specific look for even the partnership to happen for Spellman and I keep getting ready to call them Spellhouse. Um, <laughs> it, it works. Yeah, it, it does. In case you, if you are not aware um, and you're listening, uh, Spellhouse is the colloquial name for Spellman and Morehouse colleges because it's Spellman is a woman's college Morehouse is a men's college and they are very closely tied together. They're considered the brother and sister schools. They're right next to each other in Atlanta. So that's pretty much the reason for that. So I find that in this age where we 
there are so many Black creators out here. What would make you partner with Ralph Lauren, who is a white male business owner? It's, right? It's that. Well, so then. So, Love us. Accept us. We're part of American history. Right. So make your own shit. Well, th- that so that's one thing. I also feel like, is this Ralph Lauren's response to um, because people of color support his business so tough, um, whether it be wearing polo boots or rocking polo shirts? I mean, I know my man, like he lives in a polo shirt. Every <laughs> like when he goes out, it's everything polo, fine, whatever. But because I, I've, if I'm if my memory serves me correct, there was a pay, space and time, like you said, where while we loved him, did he love us back? It's giving Hennessy. <laughs> and because <laughs> because people started questioning his love for us, is this his response to look, I do love y'all. See, I'm going to make a whole line just for you. But is it even his response if the people that work at Ralph Lauren had to be the ones to take it to him like i mean it seems like he didn't he even still, it didn't even occur to him it, and, <laughs> it, and it probably didn't so even though it's like very i feel like you know ralph Lauren is like very collegiate the polos specifically are very like collegiate preppy right like elite i guarantee yeah. you ivy yeah. league you know how someone pitched it to him is okay so this is the backlash you're getting we get a lot this is the <laughs> this is the stat of money mm. that we get from this particular demographic we need to do something so that we can I get this number back another, up. I'll take you another step. So I also follow another brand called, it's a black owned brand. So I'm gonna go ahead and plug it real quick. Call it. The BK Circus on um, Instagram. But they have created pretty much the same aesthetic that mm. he is doing right now, but they've been doing it for years. Mm. So I'll take another step and say, they were probably cutting into his margins a little bit. Right. And cause they're charging way more than he is for some of his stuff. And people are flocking to their thing. Now, and does they it have, look modern? Yes. They, well, <laughs> oh. so it's not really, it's not, Sorry. no, not oh, so okay, much okay. modern. No. As a matter of fact, this is what I was saying. That error, a lot of people like. Yeah. No, people, I don't. Yeah. Okay. A lot of people like that error. Yeah. So it's not that they want it modernized. They just want it to maybe be like you have a Morehouse on it or you have a Spellman on it or you have it, it may be having that old vintage look, right. but you're using a different material, right? right? Like there may be, there's like a little bit of a tweak here okay. and there, but for the most part, they're keeping and they're, um, they're following along the, the, the same aesthetics that there were in the thirties and the forties. Yeah. They haven't really, there, there are a lot of people who like the nostalgia. They want to look like it used to be, but maybe there's something different about yeah. it. Right. So right. I feel like that in and of itself is like, enough mm-hmm. like i'm i'm here for reclaiming an era mm-hmm. right i'm here for getting to rewrite history in a way that's like i love this era i may not love what it represented and i love to give a black business my black dollars mm-hmm. so to me that's enough right. you know what i mean that that's enough of a change if it is like i love this aesthetic and mm-hmm. i kind of want to find a way to bring it back um but i yeah no I, <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I wonder. So, just I was just saying he did it real half hour, half ass is what you really was saying. But uh, I mean, you you did. <laughs> but I also don't want to shade the the black guy that created the line. So I'm I'm trying not to be disrespectful because like I understand that there is another side. I understand that there is an appreciation of the past and traditions, and that's what a lot of 
our HBCU traditions are steeped in. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I don't want to disrespect that, but I, I did ex- like seeing all the hype around this before I saw the line. I mm-hmm. thought at first I was like, oh, I must not be seeing the full oh, line. Right. <laughs> I must. This must be like a section of it, and I must be like missing like what else is there because. I just was surprised. And and that's why I think it's so interesting because everybody that I saw hyping it up either goes to Spellhouse yes. or, or, I mean, Spellman, Spellman or Morehouse. Morehouse. And so I was like, is it just like, I mean, if I went there, I would want to be really proud of it too. Yeah. I would want to, I would want to be baking it up. I would want to be, I don't know that I would be speaking towards like any of the negativity aspects in an open forum yeah. if I went there. So yeah. like I, it would have been interesting to have someone on the pod that could speak to that um, from a different perspective. because I. I wonder how much of that is like school pride and wanting to be very proud of where you came from. And also like if they are at, have, have this qualm too, where it's pride and problematic. Nicole, go ahead. Cause I, I got a thought. Like, go ahead. So again, a respect for the era because segue, well, not even a segue sidebar, just a little bit. Um, I've been watching the show. I've been watching the black wonder years. Oh yeah. I love that. I, and so I binge watched it, which is the thing I do. Um, so it's just the Wonder Years, but I love that we have to caveat it by saying it's a black person. Oh uh, no, it's clear. Yes. Well, there needs to be a caveat. Well, <laughs> no, so there's there's the original Wonder yeah, Years. I know, I know, but it's it's definitely say the black one. Is I want to be point. clear. Which I love I'm both. sure that yes. the, and I do too. Yes. Um, I want to be clear Winnie. because some of the conversation and is different, right? Very. Very. And even though where like, it's the, t- the episode episodic the episodes are like by like subjects would yes. be the same. Yes. But they're handled very differently. Yes. And I love that. Yes. yes. And so what I, before I even started seeing Ralph Lauren on my timeline, meaning from other people who were like, Oh, this collection's coming. Right. I made notice. And, and it's a slight, it's a different time frame. I mean, it's the same, but slightly different. It's like a few years off. I want to say. But I did notice, I said, these little kids come to school dressed all mm-hmm. the time. Like they are dressed. Mm-hmm. Like they're dressed like how we expect kids to come to church mm-hmm. now. And I, in my mind, so there was actually an episode where the little boy comes in the house and the dad goes, why you still got your good clothes on? Like, don't you want to go put on your plate? Like, is so I know that there's a, a shift in. Well, let me say this. In that time frame. Is in that, that time frame. I, I it's cool too because the mom's hair is like relaxed and pressed and the yes. daughter's hair is like an afro. Yes. And a lot of uh, So yeah. there's there's a bunch of different um looks based off of generation, what is allowed, what's not allowed, mm-hmm. what um people think are acceptable in that space and time and even so I guess for me, because business is what I do, I'm looking at the marketing. It's not my stronghold, but I do look at that as a consumer and I see that even the people who are in these advertisements um, and I'm, I'm trying to debate on if I'm slightly triggered or Mm. if I am, um, but so like there's in his advertisement, there's a shift between um, like a flashback of like black and white and into like modern day. Mm -hmm. And it literally looks like somebody did some really bomb ass editing from an old ass video because it just looks like he put color to the black and white video. Mm-hmm. And some of the 
ladies here are represented, rep, sorry, no, nah, I can't talk, talk. <laughs> represented in a way of what is, what may be culturally mm-hmm. accepted. Oh, like you hit in all order, of the money. In order to be an elitist. Yes. Even in black cultures, this is what you need to look like. Yes. You need to have your hair freshly pressed or pulled back. And I think what's triggering me is because of some of the experiences that we've had Mm -hmm. regarding Mm -hmm. job interviews in here Mm -hmm. or um, just in me and my own family unit, because there's a a multitude of generations just between my mom and sisters and I. It's like, okay, y'all need to loosen up. That's that's not how the world looks anymore. Relax. Mm-hmm. Um, as to why I have locks and I'm loving it. And actually, we had a thing at work and I spoke about how I loved the fact that I was locking my hair and how it was such against um cultural society when it comes to the workplace. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that in these advertisements, everybody looks the same. Yeah. Well, see, that's so I will say when I started this whole conversation, I said that that's the aesthetic that I really like. So it took me a couple of years, first of all, to even get to the point of having to check my own self about the reason why I like that aesthetic. Because mm. it got to the point where I was like, am I trying to be something that I see represented in the world that's not me, but mm. is accepted by everybody else? Right. Mm. Or is this really the aesthetic that I like and I just like it for oh, liking that's it? that's so deep. So it took me a couple of years. And I think a lot of that also has to do with like being in corporate America and, yeah. you know, trying to navigate all of that as well. But it took me a couple of years to finally be okay with not always being dressed up because I would be dressed up. You all are. the time, mm-hmm. every situation. You still look dressed to me. Like oh, I don't yeah. back swag, but you know. it's different, right? Yeah. And so it like it's still put together. It, thank Always you. I appreciate, I appreciate it. I, yeah. I try, but it's. It, I had to really run that in my mind and try to determine whether or not what was I was I doing that to fit in? Was I doing that to achieve some cultural acceptance? What What was that about? Because. A lot of, to Nicole's point, a lot of what it was happening during that era was that. And mm-hmm. especially when you're talking about those who have managed to make it into a college at that point, right? Mm-hmm. right. So you're going, you're going to a college in order to get a job after you graduate. Oh, a lot, I mean, let me backstop by saying, too, because I know my brother at FAM, you had this in the business school, but also at uh, Morehouse. You have to wear a jacket, like, all the time. All the time, like a jacket mm. and a, I think a tie as well. Or a jacket, so, tie, and khakis all the time is to, what I know. To that point, right? Even when I was when I was in college in the early two thousands, um, well, eh, I guess no, it was a little bit later than that. Whatever. Um, I was hearing of people who went even to Hampton mm-hmm. that if they were in the business school, yes. they had to come, yes, dress like they were in the business school. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking, thank God that I went to this. PWI because even though I made it HBU's HBCU experience, mm-hmm. um, it happens there too though. No, in, in a different way. In a like, different yes, way. But, but had I went to class and somebody told me I had to look a certain first of all at eight o'clock in the morning, this right. is what you're gonna get. I pay you right with these good dollars. Right. And that's why I didn't go to a military school because the way I almost went to Naval Academy and mm-hmm. I was like, no, to, you sleep in a sleeping bag so you don't have to make your bed every morning. No. They ch- oh no, yeah, no. <laughs> but they so to you that to that point there's this, you know, so that in the thirties and the forties, 
black people are being educated, but they're still not getting the job, right? So they're dressing in order to appease. We've, if you've seen, um, uh, what's the uh, HBO show with, um, uh, major, what's his name? Uh, it was, it was, uh, some clues, huh? Give us some clues. Uh, the one where it was kind of sci-fi ish. And, oh, um, um, uh, love, Lovecraft, love yes. country. And Lovecraft, right? <laughs> and the girl gets hired at the the, the department store yeah. mm-hmm. because she looks a certain way mm-hmm. that is appeasing to the white people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's not because she's more qualified. She's more qualified. Better, yeah. So they under at that time you understand, no, I've got to dress that way. So I can understand why it's done, but I can also understand why people are having problems with this line okay. because mm-hmm. of that. But let me also go, go into that because even with that specific example it's not because she didn't dress the part right it's because she didn't look it yeah. yeah it's because she wasn't a size two right yeah so like i feel like that is nicole really hit it on the head with what all the imagery of it is it's not just a reversion back to the era it's like th- we're back to the era and we've learned nothing, nothing. it's so given it's, the it's not there's tale. no diversity of body types there's no hair diversity there's right. no and in a time where the crown act just passed yes where it's like that exactly what you're talking yeah. about is no longer allowed now how they go about proving that that is why you didn't get the job i still don't know right. but that's neither here nor there um it just seems like yeah you really you really hit like i was i couldn't really like grasp like what my problem was with like going back to this era but it is like that it's not just a reversion in imagery it's also like a reversion of like morals values things that we've learned things that we feel like we've overcome we're all just like dashed in every piece of the imagery with this line it's giving me black handmaid's tale but you gotta also think about so this has been a struggle it's also like gatekeeping yes Mm -hmm. well that's that's what i'm saying and having not gone to an hbcu i feel like i see this a lot with Felman and morehouse where Mm -hmm. it's like they get things that other hbcus don't even get like to dream about. Right. Because are they falling in line with what mm. what white culture is okay with seeing? But do people even not mm. even just that. Mm. Does white culture know what HBCUs okay, are? Okay, so that so that so that that was my other point. So uh, I wanted to talk about that. Thank you. So because I couldn't remember what my other point was. So also part of the reason why I didn't have a problem with this at first, we've had conversations, was the simple fact of how many people are now going who are scrolling through randomly scrolling through Ralph Lauren's page, mm-hmm. and I mean people other than black and randomly scrolling through four days ago because that's already buried, right? <laughs> right, right. So if you yes, right, uh, and I, I mean it's on their page, but how many people now in this day and age go to the the, the Polo site, right? You know, first in of all, itself, I didn't even but, know they had a site. I just oh, think about the store. I not, not you didn't know they had a website. No, like when I first went to the website <laughs> and I saw like. Pillows. I was like, oh god, they 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 really do have things. Oh yeah, I forget. Do. Like outside of Marshalls, look, Ralph Lauren, you're not getting my full dollar. You're just not. <laughs> you and, like, get Marshalls and TJ Maxx. <laughs> when you send your things there, then maybe we can have a conversation about it. I'm understand the black people are normally going there to get most of your products, but that's neither here nor there. Um, it. So I initially was like, how many people have has this at least touched eyes in the industry? Mm-hmm. maybe so much not the what, everyday what, the fashion person. industry fashion industry okay because the fashion industry ralph lauren is a name right yeah. so ralph lauren is a name that you're going to 
it, if he do, he's dropping something in the fashion industry, you are paying attention. That's true. And it doesn't matter who you are, white, black, doesn't matter. Right. Um. So when I first watched this, this would have been fire on a runway. Sorry. Yes, agreed. I would have maybe felt differently about it, but go ahead. If you just surprise okay. people with All right. If I Sorry, I don't want to take more time your point. Because in my mind, I'm thinking, yes, runway. Because I would have people of color, of all shape and size, all different hair aesthetic, whatever. And making mm-hmm. all the white people in the room uncomfortable recalling this black era on a runway yes. in like New York. Like, like making, I, making the vibe is completely different with that Than it is setting. in this collection. Yeah. And I don't know that uh, fall already dropped. So Oh, I don't uh, know. Yeah. Fall just already dropped. Probably. I have to look. Um, no, it's probably fall. It's March. It I just hope dropped. it is yeah. because and it's sweaters. cable knit sweaters. And, and, no, no, no. So I mean, drop, dresses drop on runway. Sorry, oh. runway is always yeah. But yes. I think Fashion Week was just last yes. month. That's what I'm saying. So I, it already dropped. I don't think this line oh. had dropped. Ralph Lauren's not going to put this HBCU collection on his runway. First of all, I mean, never, <laughs> never. My, go ahead, my, go ahead. my point is, <laughs> <laughs> but what I was trying to say was. When I watched it without sound, my initial thought, <laughs> caveat, key. my right key, uh, that, wow, how many people are just not learning about Bellman and Morehouse? Period. Like, just in general, how many people around the world, around the world are now just now learning about Bellman and Morehouse? And from that fact alone, I was like, mm. I kind of like this. I see where this is going. Yeah. I kind of, I'm digging that from just that alone. Whoa. Because I know that there, there are people I went to elementary school with. There are people I went to uh, um, high school with who have, wh- when I told them I was going to Tuskegee, people were like, oh, what's that? Yeah, even that, I, mean, I was having a conversation with a coworker probably like five years ago. And I was like talking about, oh, like yeah, HBCUs. And she's like, what's that? And I said it and she, I said, oh, historically black colleges and universities. And she was like, oh, and I was like, are we about to box at work? <laughs> like, am I, I didn't even go to one. Am I about to fight you right now? <laughs> Look, stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. ready. Like, why did you laugh? What was that about? <laughs> stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. Call me. I'm feeling rage again. Call me. Right, I'm I stay call. looking for a reason. Sing Kumbaya. Call my head. Me. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Relax. Yeah. It's okay. Uh-huh. Sip your drink. It was a lot. It's, Sip your that, drink. But that's, that was my, my homie. Yes. That was my. For our homie who would shout, shout out Shaw you. I didn't go there. HBCU. Let's be clear. I did not go there, but our friend Carol went to show you. R.I.B. Yeah. R.I.B. <laughs> For you. Um, but yeah, so that was my initial reaction was like, you know, there are a ton of black thing pieces on this, but not going to lie. There is at least uh, a quarter of, of the world who now well, knows that Morehouse that even but exists. Can I also <laughs> say, what does that mean? Well, that, one, what does We're it mean? America, and two, so. I'm kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a little, one, protective, and two, a little possessive. Because I'm like, do I want everybody Googling me? Like, do I want everybody Googling HBCU? Do I want, like, not that I even went to one, but because I created one in my mind. <laughs> I created my own <laughs> HBCU experience. I feel like I'm a part of the culture by connection mm-hmm, from mm-hmm, my friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do I? Do I want people of do I want people going to our schools? Well, it's not even just like going. It's like what is what does your knowledge money. mean? Like are you sending money there? Are you helping? Uh-huh. Are you are you hiring people well, from HBCU well, see, specifically be because you know they exist? Opportunity for Ralph Lauren to say a proceed 
of the of this collection. To be fair, I don't know if they're not doing that. Right. Well, you're right. To be fair, but I'm. Mm-hmm. If he if he isn't, th- this would be a perfect opportunity. It would be. I will say, also say that not only am I going to donate to Spelman and Morehouse, but to all HBCUs because Spelman and Morehouse are some of the bigger ones yeah. that have dedicated alumni that are willing to um, feed into their to their school programs. Other HBCUs that aren't funded that are looking at closing in their doors because they can't afford things. Run them some yes. money. Yeah. Right. Like, run me my money. Again, Tuskegee someone who didn't go, but I understand the assignment. Like they need to stay open for our future. Yeah. I I I I cannot speak to that piece, but I will say, um with knowledge comes the opportunity comes opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I will also say that True. not only that, but he did mention hiring individuals from those schools. And I think what is missing in the fashion industry, especially is a black, as a black voice. And I agree that the line is not what it could be. I don't, I do not. But take away from we, that. we also don't know the limitations that people are under working at Ralph exactly. Lauren. They have it, a very specific look. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all of that being said, will this open up other doors at Ralph Lauren? Will this open in up other doors di- in the fashion district o- overall? I'm yeah. hoping so because honestly, and truly, some of the kids that I have been following since they were in uh, Morehouse, they've been doing really good stuff out right. here in the fashion industry and have been getting looks that, like, you know, they w- otherwise wouldn't have. And I don't know if that has to do with, you know, the industry as a whole, recognizing that there are black individuals out there who have more to offer that aren't necessarily also like the like the actual um designers but our stylists that are you know like they even on um like um i'm feeling like so like Mm, i understand what you're saying Mm -hmm. i and i and i don't want to discount that like i i understand what you're saying i i understand access i understand points being made i understand that people from HBCUs and black people want to be part of larger conversations that white, not even just America, but like white people have access to capital for Mm -hmm. by some regard. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking about like support black business and buy black, I don't like, when do we start creating our own lanes for ourselves? Like, why do we still need Ralph Lauren to validate our American experience access. Mm-hmm. But, I, I just, I, that's the only, I don't disagree don't, with you, but, but access, I just don't feel like we're at, still at what a time when we though? don't have, where we don't have access. And so like, um, that's where I'm coming no, from. I'm, because I'm asking for, I do wait, in the fashion industry. Well, especially. I don't, I, I think at a time where we're seeing Virgil do what Virgil did. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. Like I, I don't, when we're seeing stylists that are winning, that are, you... are representing black women that are winning stylists of the year, fashion icon of the year. Like, but how I don't are think, they doing? I don't that? think that we're back there anymore. But how are they doing that? So normally, Virgil and all of them got their start. Rappers, uh, um, black rappers, black athletes, black um, artist, artists. But isn't that how Ralph Lauren got to where he is right now? With with black rappers, black athletes. Mm-hmm. You I'm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I do. But like he, not his he was, start, right? But, but like, but his uh-huh. access to the black culture, yes. And so, like, that's where I'm coming from, like, from the standpoint of like, I 
I'm not denigrating anybody's desire to have access mm-hmm. to more like mm-hmm. I'm or an easier route to not needing to overcome. I'm if that's not for everybody. Right. It's, it can't be everybody's play. I'm right. not I'm not speaking against that. I just feel like I, I guess I, I have heavy recall of this moment where I was listening to um the Breakfast Club mm-hmm. and Charlemagne. I can't remember the man's name. I'm going to remember it and I'm going to put it in our stories when we post this episode. Who, but Danny? No, it wasn't. He's he's not a regular on Breakfast Club. They had him for an interview. Yeah. And he's like from North Carolina. Um, and he was talking about how when. The civil rights movement started and black people decided that we need to be on white people's buses and that we should have access that basically we collapsed an entire yeah. economy yep. that we had on our own. Agreed. That were black buses and that were black businesses at that time. And I never even knew about that. Yeah, the whole I've time that it. I was learning about the civil rights movement, I thought niggas was walking if we weren't on the bus. Mm. Not that we had come up with, yeah, like spoke against, can't see it, sorry. Dr. Chad, Claude, and, and, a, and a, I can't see it. <laughs> Chad Anderson? Oh, okay. Claude Anderson. Dr. Chad Claude Anderson. Claude Anderson. Dr. Claude Anderson was on the Breakfast Club talking about how... Thank you, Patrick. (laughs) We had our own buses. They were black buses. Mm -hmm. We had our own economy in certain areas of the country and that we were doing fine until we decided that we needed to integrate with white people and that we should have access to what they had. And we completely downcasted what we were already doing for ourselves. And so that, that honestly lives in my brain rent-free because Mm -hmm. it completely changed how I think about how we go about things from the standpoint of if we are always like begging people to validate our experience, to acknowledge our experience, to give us access for our experience Mm -hmm. without acknowledging that we don't need you to do that. We can do it for ourselves. If we keep bigging up brands that have nothing to do with our culture and making them tons of money, even when they don't want to acknowledge that we are making them tons of money because black culture is the movement. Black culture creates the vibe. Black culture right. creates what's popular. Like we're never going to be at the place that we are always talking about. So that people are holding us back. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes we're this. doing it to ourselves. I agree. I'm going to say this just because sometimes I really like to, I feel, I do sometimes feel like I miss my calling in business versus psychology because I really do sometimes want to understand the psyche behind decisions that are made and why people do some of the things that they do. So to your point, when we have an entire infrastructure set in place and yet we still seek something else, it's because the human nature, regardless of what color you look like, why can't we have access to that? Why can't we get, which is how white why people can't we attain feel the unattainable? There's an entire the song <laughs> to obtain the unattainable, right? Because we want to put our put our hands on something that people say we can't have. It's mm-hmm. a, not not to sound childish, but Aladdin, like going down into the lion's mouth to go get this room of gold only to face disaster afterwards. Right. Well, in the moment. Right. Because we have to put our hands on something that doesn't belong to us because we it's like this desire or need to be like. We want I to be want what they have. And it, I, I would challenge to say, is it acceptance or is it because you have this now? I feel like I also should have this instead of just working with what 
you have, like working your own path because well, it's a little bit of both because what the perception, what that mentality misses is that if we actually just spent our own black dollars in our own black community, we would already have it. We wouldn't be looking to them to give it to us. But but how would we? People don't know that because they haven't gotten that far. They won't work that. But some people... Well, so let me, let me, I got, I got, I've had this Go conversation. Ooh, I love this conversation. I've got to say, I've had this conversation multiple times with Dwight, especially, but the thing that we miss when we talk about what when Mr. What Miss Dr. Claude Anderson talked about, you got to remember black wall street was happening. Black wall street it didn't, was. didn't desire to not be there. Black Wall Street was fine in what they were what they were doing. There are a lot of groups in the seventies that were doing a lot of the same things we're talking about now. It's not that we are not doing it, and it's not that we are not capable of doing it. Right. I think what the 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 caveat that a lot of us forget is that when we get a little too far ahead, they start they denigrating start us. they start denigrating us. So like in the seventies, what they would do is send the cops, or they collectively. I remember I was reading this Wait, uh, book that talks about um uh. California, uh, Philly, everywhere. There's a lot of places where there were black groups doing certain okay. things. And then there and were that's a some... lot of the Black Panther stories. I remember yes, being in school exactly. about Black Panthers thinking that they you were all that in school? crash and destruction. Wait, no. <laughs> oh. What I learned was that Black Panthers were adverse at best, is what I can say. Right. And that they were not nice and how they okay. were trying to go about what they were going. What I didn't okay. know is that Black Panther were trying to protect Black community, right. that they were wielding around guns to protect themselves from the cops, that they were creating lunch programs for kids that couldn't afford it. Didn't learn about that. Right. So that so therein lies, I don't disagree with anything that you guys are saying I, or Dr. Claude is saying, but what I will say is when we are, when we have tried okay. in our past, and I, there, like I was going to say, there was a story that I read that talked about a collective of black individuals who got together to make their own grocery store in their neighborhood. Why? Because there was not one. Food mm. desert. Yeah. They did that. Soon as they got started taking money from the white neighborhoods, what did the white grocers get together to do? They mm-hmm. came in and cut the lines of their refrigerator. So all this food foiled several times. To the to the till, until they could no longer keep the, okay. the thing open. So right. I don't disagree with what y'all I'm are saying. I agree. But it's been it it is and it is not that we don't desire that. Yeah. We definitely do. But we have because of racism, yeah. Period. Because of racism, we have Full had stop, to yeah. right, period. We have had to restart and restart. So what we have come to now is one, there have not been enough people talking about what has been happening in the past so it doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Two uh, and that's across many, many communities. Yes. Right. Right. Go ahead. Um, but then, too, uh, we have said, OK, well, you know what? We've tried our, our way. There may be a way in which, bottom line, it should be equal anyway. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't want to take away from black people what they have, but it should be equal anyway. Yeah. So did we run a little bit to the white stuff? Yes, because what was easier was I'm not losing my life. I'm not losing right. my livelihood because I'm. Uh, now I don't, you know, I don't have as much of the 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 floor being pulled out from under me. If I just give you the money anyway, Why? I definitely because it's, it's easier. Yeah, I definitely. You're right, and I. <laughs> it's, you're right. I mean, and, no, 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 no. Yeah. But I'm glad that I'm really glad that you brought that up because I was being myopic in my view and not in discounting those aspects. But I would respond in saying that the difference is is that going this route. Whereas we should be at 100% because of the efforts that we put in, in in different industries and have been cut down because of 
racism, if we're at 25%, we're going to be at 18% doing it this way. Trying to do it through white people. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Agree. And I so, agree. like, I feel like that is the chasm of, like, what the experience is. And while in this, and I'm, I'm not trying to do, like, what white people do when they're like, what do you guys want? You had a black president. Like, there is no racism anymore. <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. I'm not I'm trying saying. to be like, because there are anomalies and people that have made it to the forefront at the top tier, that it's easy for everyone. That's obviously yeah. not the case for various reasons in addition to racism. Y'all have had a president. I'm wait, <laughs> but, but I'm I'm just trying to acknowledge that we still don't get 100% doing right. it this way. Right. I guess no, it's like I, what I, I'm trying well, to I agree. acknowledge. That's- the, Absolutely right. The other part of it is, so I also agree because I do, anytime I hear something about every, so actually I learned the first time I ever heard about Tulsa, like in all seriousness was at Black Black Wall Street. Yes. Yes, I thought you were going to say Lovecraft Country. I really learned about it in church. Yeah. That's what Mm -hmm. I was about to say. In church at Bible study. Yeah. Where a pastor was sharing a And that story feels like, no way. Well, when you okay. first hear about it, yeah. So, yeah. so there's, of course, as bombs kid, coming up for me as as a kid growing up, you always hear they dropped the bomb on yes. me, baby. Is that what that song is about? Yes. yes, you're lying. No. So Charlie <laughs> Wilson band. actually, oh, yes. so yes, Gat Band. So Charlie Wilson actually did like a he talked about. It. He's like, we came up with these songs. Like that song was based off of Black Wall Street because he's from that area. Mm-hmm. So wait, and, wait. Yeah. Yes. So the first time I yeah. acted, my whole so, heart is just torn in pieces. I've always known the song. Not that I, song being so jovial. <laughs> we play it at celebration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know what sound effect to play. <laughs> <laughs> just say, oh. So, so when I first heard about the actual event of Black Wall Street and the bombing of Tulsa, it it didn't blow my mind because, hmm. I mean, we live in America. So yeah. for for but, me to. OK. Bombs. They took out an entire city because they were thriving. <laughs> like, OK, that idea doesn't blow my mind because America. Right. Dropping bombs on an American city because they're black. Yeah. Does. And it it should. It is alarming that it. It doesn't blow your mind. I mean, it is for, alarming. For various <laughs> reasons. Yes. But I, I, I'm, America, I'm not trying to be like naive in the fact that it blows my mind but it should it should not be like oh yeah <laughs> right i mean you're right it shouldn't be it's racism no <laughs> bombs right it shouldn't be alarming but when i realized that that was the connection between the song like because again like i said i always heard the song but when you hear the history behind it i'm just like i agree with you in the respect of whenever we do something great they take it out so it's kind of like not not to say this because I mean, how they, during the civil rights movement, the FBI had like a, an entire team mm-hmm. on taking out prominent people. Mm-hmm. like, And then had a, had a report Mac- okay. Mac- where Mac- they Mac- analyzed their own inner workings and were like, oh yeah, we did kill MLK. Right. Like MLK, like all of these <laughs> things that they lined up. Well, yeah, there mm-hmm. are aliens. To, suppre- to continue to suppress <laughs> people of color. But I'm also like, I'm personally in a space where you don't have to work hard for the shit that you got. I should. Th- that's the thing that I that I'm like, what you have is what I want. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have to work hard for the shit you got. Why do I have to work so hard? And I think that that's the thing that frustrates me 
if anything else, when I, when we talk about black sensitivity, that is probably the one thing I'm most sensitive about, especially like in my workspace, workspace, I work for a government contractor mm-hmm. and you see people from the Mount of Caucasia. Mm-hmm. I just learned that was a real place. Like a month ago. So people from the Mount of Caucasia. <laughs> I need to go back to HBC. <laughs> let me redo my First of all, let, let me be clear. I didn't go to HBC. Let me tell you, just say that. They, they didn't teach that at HBC. Oh. So I'm just, I mean, so people from the Mount of Caucasia don't have to do all of the things at work that I feel like sometimes I have to do. Oh, yeah. They don't like, I mean, we already know that there is an income discrepancy between people mm-hmm. of color and people from Access the Mount of Caucasia. Access to finances. All of these options, all of these things. And go back and listen to our episode um, where we talked about get your money um, with our guest who happened to be my sister. About Uh, first um, episode of season two. (laughs) (laughs) Go back and listen to that episode. But it like it it doesn't baffle me, but it irritates me that we have to do so much in the workplace to be. Not just the workplace. In the work. In any space. Well, you're right. In any space. But hence this whole conversation. (laughs) Right. Hence this whole conversation. But like income disparity. Why do I have to do all that to get paid the same amount you getting paid? Or also just irritates me in like ways that people that have a lot of money suddenly, I guess not suddenly because I'm sure it happens over time, become very blind to the fact that you don't have to struggle in the same way. We all have 24 hours in a day. Get your fucking ass up and work. No one wants to work anymore. (laughs) Like, the fact that that is still happening. First of all, like, okay, I'm gonna throw this lady under the bus, so I am apologize, Kim K. But you didn't use... First of all... (laughs) Right. (laughs) All the shots. (laughs) Why didn't you apologize? (laughs) Okay, I really didn't mean to apologize. If y'all know me, y'all know. I really don't give a damn. Um... You made your money not in 24 hours, maybe 24 minutes on a video. I saw a meme that said, um, it's funny that Kim K wants to talk about working when she couldn't even arch her back in her video. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. He said, I'm sick. First of all, I never watched his video because I refuse. Me either. Same. Like, it's not two people I ever want to see naked. <laughs> I'm good. <sighs> but I'm well, just like, we've already seen but, her naked. What, we, but what again, am I talking But about? again, why should I have to work this hard? And you have pe- the Kim K's of the world who spend 24 minutes and now all of a sudden y'all got TV shows and people throwing shit at you. I want free shit too. Let me also, but also can we talk about like where she was when that happened? If she wasn't you and me and no. had a sex tape leak. <laughs> no. You were, her you're parents right. were already. In McLean. Right. Okay. I mean, <laughs> and then her mom was like, we go cast this out. <laughs> Which is why so many people laugh at me because I'm like, yes, I live in McLean, but it's the hood of McLean. They're like, there is no hood in McLean. Turn down my street. First of all, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Turn down stop my talking about yourself like that. Because oh, I hate uh, you. It don't match with the rest of me. It's not a hamlet. The hardest worker in the Kardashian family is Kris Jenner. Mm. Not even a Kardashian. Blank. Period. What, to cover up her affair? With OJ Simpson? Not even no. to, cover, to get her daughters working. You, I don't even know oh, how no, she did that. No, you know they how? Work. No, no, you know how? Give she, her so name they, brand equity. They went to court to get, to make it so that, sorry, this is, so they, they went to court to make it so that they, that um, Ray J was not the only one that could profit off that sex tape. Chris Jenner. <laughs> she, Chris, made her, she made her draw a porn star. <laughs> basically. 
She was like, it's already what out there. Mom. I'm gonna we about to sell this. If it's gonna be out there, we're gonna make some pasta. Okay. You we gonna feed this family. Okay. You already did we the work. Let me do here. the rest. It's Dude. already happened, Kim. Let me just monetize it, okay? It's I mean, already listen. happened. But don't do that shit again though. Okay. And then she Once, did. Mm. And now Drake did. sings about it in every video. Right. Chris probably had her hand in that too. She probably said, So remember the last time? I need for you to do that one more time. Oh, so God. we can sell that. Uh, but anyway. Chris Jenner's the uh, mom and mean girls. <laughs> We digress. <laughs> uh, we digress. Right. To say all of that, we were talking, uh, are we okay to shift to the next yeah, one? Yeah, definitely. I think about? we think I about think, this Yes, we've, we've, we've killed it. the mean yeah. segue. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, that was mean of us. Sorry. I take nothing back. No. We're not. None. I mean, I they know who we anything. are. <laughs> they know who we are. I said what I said. Okay. Uh, so, I know we segued a lot. Sorry, y'all. We are bringing it all the way back to Black Sensitivity. <laughs> if you've been with us this far, you... You already know. Right. Uh, this is how we do. This is how all of our conversations are. going to do. We do it. It's tangent. <laughs> it we, is our life. First of all, we'll have a tangent to the tangent. <laughs> Five tangents later. And we okay. actually came back without Carol, which is really saying a lot. Hey, we love Carol. Bitch, <laughs> we doing a good job. We doing a good job. Hey. Um, all right. So the next thing that since we were talking about fashion, we were talking about Ralph Lauren. Um, Ralph Lauren was on the opposite, I think, attempted to be on the opposite end of this. I would, it, was a, it was a valid attempt, right? <laughs> to be on the opposite end of this. They had all the right players in place. They did. They I did. Think that they, it was a valid attempt. They was. tried. They yeah. tried real hard. We are a skeptical bunch. <laughs> I, we're hard. If you're not Black, if, we, if you already don't have our cosign of approval, it is hard to win us over. Especially when you're trying to do something that's blackity black. We gonna look at you weird for a little bit. Did you check all the it boxes? Apart and then decide if we are here for it. So, I mean, yes. of all the people that have tried to do it, I would say that this is probably the most valiant attempt I can think of in a long as, time. As of late, I will okay. definitely agree. So, I mean, if you want them a little bit of flowers, you can have those. <laughs> the, da- the daisies at the back yard. <laughs> That's probably the most you know, appropriate that's, use that's of that. Happened. Like when you when you got kids outside and they bring you daisies and they don't know it's a weed. <laughs> thanks, oh, thanks, Daisy. You're so sweet. I'm a little Appreciate uh, you. yellow uh, dandelions. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. A dandelion. It's not even a daisy. My bad. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sick of you. <laughs> um. So on the opposite spectrum of that would be. I think this happened like two years ago. Maybe even no. That's how yes. I regard time now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, we, it's like in the Bible, AD versus BC. <laughs> Before COVID, now after COVID. <laughs> oh. AP and, and BP. BP. Or BC. Before pandemic. BP, not the gas station. After pandemic. There is no <laughs> BP yet. I mean, AP yet. But. Mm. We're getting there. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, might have been like 2018. Um, I don't know if you guys, our audience remembers this, but there... Uh, was a, an ad that received a lot of backlash. Old Navy. Um, no, H&M. Oh, H&M. Yes, H&M. We, we got, oh, Lord, I was sorry, wrong. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We had, we had, trust me, when we were looking this up, we couldn't remember what, I, what clothing I just remember line was. the little Which boy. Which says a lot, doesn't it? It does. Not only that, because I definitely have been in H&M since then. Oh, I was about to say, I actually don't think I've shopped there since that happened. Mm. I think I was in there once and I was like, oh, it feels weird. It was too close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hadn't gone right after, but I j- just have been. And I was, I totally had given it to another brand that I don't shop at. So uh, that's probably what that was. Uh, Subconsciously. Cognitive dissonance. 
Sorry, you don't shop there. So it must have been you. Sorry, sorry, old Navy. I was out and wrong. I admit my wrongdoings. Anyways, it was H&M and H&M had a huge backlash because there was a picture mm. of a young black boy in a green hoodie. And on the green hoodie, it said coolest monkey in on the block. In the jungle. In the, in the jungle. jungle. You're right. Thank you. I couldn't pull it up fast enough. Um, but this to me is like just no, having okay. no. So mind you, <laughs> this is how I picture this marketing for like the whatever. What is it called? A for it's a shoe, a photo shoot. Yes. Okay. There were two different sweatshirts. There was a young little boy. One young, young white from, boy. Yes. From the Mount of Caucasia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there was <laughs> a young boy of color. And when we also said and I was happy to see it was a dark yes, skinned boy. Yeah. Like, oh, that was yes. great. Give it a summer person then too. I firmly believe, <laughs> unless maybe y'all can change my mind, that if the sweatshirts were switched, we would not be having this conversation. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be. Period. But because whoever was getting these little boys dressed, who might have been Russian. Rushing, not Russian. Yeah. To, to be rushing. Clear. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Y'all know I'm a little country. <gasps> rushing. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that maybe. Somebody put in the note to put the orange hoodie on the young black boy in the green hood, and somebody ain't pay attention to what they were supposed to be paying attention to. First of all, nobody put that in the note. But okay. Go ahead. Again, that's just me giving the bit of a doubt. Two but boys being the fact that put some of the and somebody in something and somebody in the other thing. Regardless, we all know that I don't think that that's what happened. I think that <laughs> somebody just mismanaged and it was piss poor planning, and they put this sweat this hoodie on this young black boy and. With no context. With no, even if it had context, period. No, I just mean this person didn't have any context. So if clearly it's not a black person to put this person. Yes, fair, (laughs) fair. Because if they had been, they would not have have done that. They would have looked at him and his final look and be like, "Uh uh-uh, we ain't doing that. First of all, the photographer probably would have been like, uh, you sure you don't want to? Well, I feel like what's also interesting. Well, (laughs) what's also interesting about this is that H&M is not an American brand. Yeah, but they still deal with racism. Uh, they do. The, I mean, but you, I don't know Ukraine and Africa. No, wait, wait, wait. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that racism isn't worldwide. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's the case. Oh, but okay. I don't know if certain cloak, yeah, okay, are worldwide. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm I not see that. not to remove blame. <clears throat> what I'm saying is because this is obviously in English. Not well, that they don't speak English in other countries. All that I'm saying is like I'm wondering if that played a role. No. <laughs> it didn't. That I'm, I'm gonna tell you. you the one giving the be- All right. <laughs> well, because that she was, was trying to jump on your train. You to push her right on off. <laughs> no. Because me trying to give them the benefit of the doubt was, um, it was, it wasn't really real. I mean, I have to give y'all a little. Bit I was of, lying the whole time. I was. I was because, at the end of the day, um, when I think of the African diaspora, right? Is that the right word? Yes. Um, and even because I, I love watching timepiece shows and movies, right? And you can see like Africa, people go to Europe and then they come over here. So before they came over here, like the concept of savage and monkey didn't necessarily start in the Americas. That's what I was trying to say. 
So that concept of putting this young black boy in in (laughs) this sweatshirt bothers me because it is already known that people call people of color monkeys, coons, whatever have you. Like all of these. Right. There's it it may not be the same language, but it's it 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 it, it may sound like a wait, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say that that's okay. okay. Oh no, no go, go ahead. ahead. Say it. I'm just trying to I I guess I'm I'm kinda like uh reflecting back on remember when Whoopi got in trouble mm-hmm. because she didn't okay. regard mm-hmm. um Jews as a race. Mm-hmm. Not because we don't know the Jewish plight, but because here in America <clears throat> being Jewish is not a race right. here. It's mm-hmm. not like what you check on your taxes when you're fulfill, filling out stuff with the IRS. It's not, there's no option for that under like race. And so I don't know the nuances in other countries when it comes to race. Right. That's all I was trying to say. I'm not saying that it's not okay. likely or it's not possible. All I'm saying is that I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair. Okay. I, I just, there were a lot of people that this passed by that like and yes, even i think i mentioned i even mentioned earlier like because he's so young i know for a fact that his mom had to be present or a representative of their family and who could have been white but go ahead fair very mm. fair i ain't i mean mm. to be honest i didn't even think about that mm. could have been white mm-hmm. um as to why he might have got the privilege to be there mm. who knows mm. but if you listen to our previous podcast about being an advocate for your child, even if you are a um, um, mother of Caucasian descent, then who has a child of color, then mm. go back and listen to that episode. Yeah. Um, One thing Nicole gonna do is plug our own podcast. Yes. <laughs> Look, Nobody here. else. Look here. <laughs> listen. Because we got gems over here. but Dropping them. Um, even then, there's a level of awareness that you have where you can speak on behalf of your child, regardless of what color you are. Like, there, I mean, me personally, as as a woman of color, again, I don't have no kids of my own yet. But if I have even my nieces and nephew, if I see, wait a minute, pump the brakes. Why are you looking like that? I'm gonna ask the question, and <laughs> I feel like it's it's tough. It's tough when you have a kid that you're trying to get into an industry, mm-hmm. and you have to then make the decision if you want to be problematic or not. Right. Which okay. is not which is not fair. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying right. that you don't have the right to speak up. You have to decide if that's who you want to be. Because what happens on the front side is that if you say something and you prevent that backlash, there is no realization from the company that you were right and you saved them a ton of backlash right. and dollars. Right. There is just you being the, the problem. problem. Uh, we know that we need you. Here's your check for today. Bye-bye. Yeah, and <laughs> yes. you don't get a call back, and then you're like, you know what I mean? And yeah. I don't, I mean, I feel like we see the same thing when we see like black models, black women models, and their hair looks crazy. Oh my God, yes. And they hair, know makeup. that their hair was not done right, but yes. like you have to decide. A- am I gonna, too. Yeah, am yeah. I going to fix my hair? Am it I going to. It kills me when I see a woman of color on a runway or an ad, and you can tell that they didn't have the right makeup artist <laughs> to match their skin. Look, I look regular, not look. What what is that little TikTok? Look, I look like this ninety nine percent of the time. <laughs> but that five percent, but that one percent, <laughs> check me out, okay? Check her wedding pictures. I am fine, okay? Fine, finer than fine. I said earlier that I'm not a flex. I am a whole muscle. Okay. Hey, 
Y'all yeah, on it. Look here, check on me. But when I see people like that, where I'm just like, you can tell somebody ain't match your color. They only do people of other colors because your makeup looks pasty or whatever have you. They, they just need to have somebody double checking. It's like when you go to the doctor. If some of a doc, you go to the doctor and the doctor tells you something, don't they tell you to go get a second opinion? Sometimes. No. Well, Sometimes. they don't, but you know subconsciously <laughs> to go get a second opinion. Yeah. Sometimes. I feel like what, what, what also happens, you know, not getting a second opinion. Well, if they tell you what you think already, then. Uh, yeah. That's a good yeah. point. Um, I feel like this is tough with, when it comes to black sensitivity because it's clear that this is problematic. Like, it, it's not even black people being sensitive. It's like, have you learned anything about American history ever? Have you ever been in a history class in America? But I feel like that conversation is getting complicated by this conversation around uh, critical race theory and what people think it is and what people think it's not. And people not basically wanting history to be taught to their kids in school because <laughs> if, mm. think about it in a, in a context where it's clear to us that this is wrong. Yeah. But if you're white and you're not getting taught American history, you're not getting taught about race in school. How would you know? Right. How would you know that this is a trope that said that it's something that's racist and that it's wrong? All you know is not to say the N word and past that you probably don't know much else. Prada, Gucci, both of them doing that blackface stuff. Oh my God, stuff. that was crazy. Uh, and then they're in other countries, mind you, but okay, but but they but know Italy, about like, yes, yeah. they know about Italy these things by no means. And so it's just one of these things of like, sure, you weren't taught these things, but if you don't, no, it, but you were. It, Italy it, is still doing blackface today. today. <laughs> it, yeah, it's I, I don't know. It's one of these things of like, if we don't say anything, you're just going to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. And that part, and, and I and I so we. You don't want to hear about us talking about it, but at the same time, you don't want us to teach you about it. So when are we going to be able to shut up about it? Because I'm tired of talking about it, but you don't want to learn about it. We're tired <laughs> of seeing it. Right. I'm tired of seeing it. Right. So make up your mind. Either you're going to stop, you're going to learn for yourself through this CRT or something else, or you're going to hear about me talking about it every time you do something well, stupid. I think that when you start talking about more dollars, it's like, how much money do you want to lose today? Because... I can tell you proactively and and you not lose whatever you're going to lose, whether it be consumers, money, whatever is the fallout versus if you have that one individual that speaks up and says something and granted, it may feel like a moment. But think of the grand scheme of things like and how that person is actively saving you but, so much harder. Don't have to. Right. And that's. Right? Part of the it's like too. it's a choice for them. Right. It's not an obligation. And so I feel like that is part of it, too, because I remember when this happened, a lot of the conversation was, do you have any black people in the room? Is there anybody black that is working for no. H&M that can H&M that can tell well, you not. how problematic <laughs> this is? Let From me. the beginning to the end. No, there was nobody in there that could tell them, hey, to be fair, not. to be fair, there might be somebody in the room, but it might be somebody that wants to keep their job. That too. Same energy is what I was saying well, with. Well, right. that's what I was saying. The the the, right. the, the, I mean, the, the Ralph, mom. The Ralph Lauren thing, too, going all the way back to that, is one of these things of, is he now listening because he... Because the pandemic? Know, yes. The pandemic, but also is, is it a one, a one of these things of, he saw what happened with Prada. He saw what happened with Gucci. He saw what happened with H&M and recognized, oh, we might need to put, like, one eye, like, 
and then an I that we're telling them it's okay for you to say things because we don't want to be caught in this same problematic trend that we're seeing with everyone else. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, no, no, no. I feel like that's very valid. I feel like, I think that that is like sometimes my biggest question when it comes to things like this is like, then what? Mm-hmm. So like even with H&M, like a lot of us are shopping at H&M again, like since that has happened. So like, I'm not shopping there. Is that me either? But like, they also don't care. But a lot of people so. are. So like, are you, I hate you. But um, are, like, what is the, end result like how long do you boycott something like what are you hoping for what should brands be learning like once something like this happens and what do the ancillary um brands learn when it happens to a different brand yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like what is their takeaway well, and what are they trying to then incorporate within their own house mm-hmm. after it happens to somebody else if we go back to the concept of whatever they have we want right or not even we meaning a people meaning in general like human nature is if somebody has something they want it to speak to your time frame, some people never stop mm. like, because it's what they want. Mm-hmm. So it, because it's what they want, they're not going to stop. Like, like me, I like bags. How do you mean? Like what's, what me, do you so mean? I like bags. Oh, okay. okay. Right. Like and you're never going to stop shopping there because they have what you desire. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. That's fine. It's like, oh. I mean, anything that's created somewhere, like you can get somewhere else. I mean, some people are going to cringe a little bit, but they're going to like, they're like, uh, is it worth me? Like, okay, to be fair, I don't shop at H&M. Like they say they have a plus size, but that plus size is different. Like it's not. Maybe that's a good conversation. Maybe like what brand can mess up with and not lose you as a customer is a good mm-hmm. conversation. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about when you go to a restaurant, they may mess up your food, but they're going to try to make it right. Yeah, but you messing up my food isn't the same as you being racist. Uh, well, I mean, How many, how many gay people still not go to Chick-fil-A? Like, it is for me. Okay? <laughs> it's the same for me. I mean, it's all the same. I mean, it's the same, <laughs> it's the same concept. It's the same concept. That's a question because it's a real question. <laughs> it is. I mean... But there's also, like, gay franchisees of Chick-fil-A, which blows my mind. Not gonna lie, Chick-fil-A is not my number one spot anyway. I've never been a fan of chicken in general, so... You don't like chicken? Don't. I how did I never know this? I, you know, I appreciate you for saying that because they like to say they meaning all types oh, of people yes. that black people love chicken. I cannot stand watermelon. Oh, this is going to yeah. be good for the next part yes. where we talk about funny racist things. That yes. Okay. I, I'm excited. Yes. I am not to that point. I don't I like am watermelon. Not, I'm not a part of that trope. I, I don't like seedless. I will eat. I don't like none of it. Oh, well, I will eat wings. You eat watermelon at all times. Oh, is that what you're talking about when you said seedless? No, I just, no. I don't like any type of watermelon, watermelon, period. But oh, I, but I, you were talking about watermelon. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I will eat watermelon. Uh, we know. I, yeah. Yes, I I need to get you that cutter that, like, rotates. <laughs> I mean, granted, I'm not about wasting food. <laughs> if you bring me some watermelon that's been soaked in liquor, I don't eat it. <laughs> or if you bring me something that's, like, has the, what is it, that cheese, and you mix it with balsamic vinaigrette? I might taste it, but I'm not out Caprice here buying salad? watermelon. No. Oh. What, Some people soaking... eat their watermelon like in a, I guess a savory, like they put the balsamic vinaigrette oh, on it and they yeah, put yeah, 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 like yeah. it with like a. I've heard about the mustard thing that I don't know. Apparently, yeah, I know what you're more, about. in more southern states, they eat it that way with like mint or what is it? I don't know. What Basil is it? and. Yeah, it's um, like a watermelon salad with yeah. feta. I mean, I'll try it if right? it's there, but I'm not out here buying watermelon because I don't like the, it's a texture thing for me. But anyway, go ahead, I guess. Okay, with all that said, I think that it's time for us to transition into some things that 
should bother us and don't. Unfortunately, I think that there's a long list of when you live a life being black and there are a lot of racist things that happen, sometimes just your best defense is laughter because sometimes the ignorance is just so loud that it's all that's left. It's all you can do. You don't even have the stomach to be offended. You just... I mean, sometimes you just can't take things too serious. Sometimes the ignorance is just loud. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So loud that all you can do is laugh in its face. Because sometimes it's the audacity. Okay. (laughs) And the irony. Of all of it. So... Segwaying into that, um, we found some pretty funny memes on and uh, I guess no, they aren't gifts. They're just memes, right? That are on um, Instagram, and there's a there's a whole thread on it's on site that uh, we'll post on our page, I'm sure, at some point. But it says on one of uh, the tweets they have on here, it says, "I hate that racism be funny sometimes." <laughs> <laughs> and, It'd be like that. It'd be like that. It's like, <laughs> and. Wait, I don't mean to laugh. That's hard. At the it. same time. Yes. Because, I mean, again, <laughs> we have to find humor in these things because it literally is ironic at how racist they can be I all mean, in one moment. And it's usually, let me just also caveat this by saying, it's usually the companies we were talking about earlier, <laughs> right? Like some of that stuff be just ridiculously racist. Ridiculous. But. Also hilarious at the same time. So Ooh, like old Popeye's commercials with that black lady and all the black people couldn't stand her. <laughs> yes. I was like, who are these commercials for? None of us like her. <laughs> and yet but still, at the same time, you're happy a black lady getting paid. Yes. So like, it's, uh, it's convoluted in a lot of ways. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to be okay about this, but okay. Uh, speaking of companies, the so first company on the first meme on this one is, y'all remember that KFC ad? Was and it KFC? In the KFC ad, it's a picture of a drumstick. And in the background... The shadow of the drumstick is a <laughs> Black Power sign. <laughs> and the rest of the meme says, like, what the f- was that supposed to mean? Seriously. Who is it for? Ooh. Ooh. They wanted to know that they were in support. Were they? It's where Joe Biden First got his all, campaign slogan. KMC You're not black if you don't black vote for me. Repass standard. Like if you don't have a if you don't show up to the repass for some KFC chicken. I mean, when I was growing up, that was like a whole Is this thing. free Popeye? No, I want to mm-hmm. say Popeye's was around, but it won't like it won't when the hidden, repass source of hidden. chicken <laughs> the way. <laughs> Do I lose my black card if I didn't like KFC? Because I didn't I cannot stand KFC. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, it's never the fried chicken was never crispy. It was always like well, you just want to peel it original. off. It's original. Oh, you it. have to buy. That's right, because they had crispy. Because you have original. They, uh, crispy is new. I'm, is it? Uh, I mean, it's maybe. Kim, maybe I I'm, don't eat chicken. Maybe I'm telling my age. I don't eat KFC. <laughs> but a, they coleslaw be banging now. Coleslaw oh. be on the one <laughs> yes. every I time. Don't like coleslaw. <laughs> well, um, have you had theirs? No. Okay, you well, should you try, should try it. it. It's mayonnaise not the same. Is no, not, no, no. It's not like mayonnaise. It's not. Uh, it's like it? salady. Yeah, it's really sweet. With it's cabbage. <laughs> it's, it's so good. You know what? I'm bringing it next time. First of all, let me be clear. It's sweet. Let me be clear. It's so good. Only sal- <laughs> the only coleslaw I would eat. Yeah. Same. Like, I won't eat nobody's coleslaw. <laughs> Look here. Whoever, Auntie, Brum- is not whatever. A I'm not eating your coleslaw. <laughs> Until Tiffany has it, from it she KFC. can't coleslaw, but that's fine. <laughs> Just now I'm looking like this. Even my daddy said he liked KFC <laughs> I don't know what Who that means. Who goes to KFC for anything other than the coleslaw? After part, I don't Eric. understand. Mm. Well, let's move Eric's on. My man. In case y'all didn't know, that's out. the day. 
a little bit disappointed. He likes KFC, he and so did all he, black people he liked all of the things. Oh, okay. He likes the famous bowl. He likes the Popeye. I'm riddled with questions. <laughs> riddled. All right, so we've, we're on one chicken, so we might as well move on to the other, which is Popeye's. And the other meme is when Popeye's thanked the black community last summer for basically keeping them in business. I'm sorry, but I screamed. <laughs> and the, the tweet is Popeye's saying, Popeye's is nothing without black lives. <laughs> Proved it. We were like, this is what black people want to hear. They want to know their black lives matter, and they matter to Popeye. Who is in there? We need to let them niggas know. On their marketing team, first of all, first of all, white people. I'm trying not to laugh so hard. How can we incorporate black lives into our new slogan? Popeyes is nothing without your black lives. What black black folks is going to do is eat some chicken. That's what they say. I mean, we was the niggas in there fighting over the sandwiches, right? I mean, if you think if you think about it, was it white people? No, they wasn't alive, but they wasn't fighting. <laughs> but if you think about even going back to coming to America, that man put, it is a donation if you put your chicken leg in that collection plate, okay? That is worth gold. I don't know. Not it's, even a big piece of chicken, it's the chicken leg. <laughs> now, now you sound like what everybody no, hates Chris. The big piece of chicken. Exactly. The big chicken piece of chicken exactly. goes to daddy. It's not a donation. He the breast, okay? It's terrible. <laughs> I'm disappointed. You save daddy the breast. All, all the kids get all the little wings and the legs. Yeah. Daddy, that lets me know. There's so much I black just, nuance while in I these conversations. So and that's why they're things. so tone deaf. It's because they're not privy to Part the black culture. I just want to be Welcome clear. To I space. appreciate mommy, mommy and daddy. I appreciate y'all because that lets me know I live a life of privilege because I don't eat chicken legs. <laughs> and it's not my favorite piece. Oh, it mm. is my favorite piece. It's mine too. Now, but... you give me a wing. <gasps> like the full wing or like the wingette? Uh, both of them. Any part of the wing, but I love still, a wing. But you still didn't get that big piece. <laughs> no, no, I I she only the ate the breast. I oh, I'm oh. new to the wing. What? Yeah. Oh, you oh. ate the big piece of chicken. Yes, oh. your family oh. in disorder. My mom only likes uh-huh. white meat, so she would only get like breasts. Oh, oh, so she would say oh, so the whole bucket is breasts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, like, that's different. Yeah, we talking about the ten piece where you don't understand. Like, it's a whole bunch of different stuff. Normally, some like some black people will say that they would eat. The dark black. meat because it is is cheaper than buying white meat, but it's more flavorful. It For is, sure. but I didn't know that until now. Okay, no, well, like you're missing out is what yeah. we're telling you. Yeah. Clearly, yes. Mm-hmm. Acting like you better it's than us because you got the I big mean, piece I of chicken. I mean, I felt like I was privileged because I was eating a big piece of chicken and not the leg. <laughs> Moving okay, one last chicken thing, and then I'm gonna move all the way off of this. What was not on this list that should have been on this list that I brought up was. Mary J. Blige doing the big key. Burger King commercial. Can you see her now? <laughs> Crispy Lake chicken, racket, lettuce. <laughs> Is she in the place? She's singing? in Burger King. No. She, they are Burger King somebody. to the Super Bowl. <laughs> come doing a long it. way. Doing it. Doing it. From doing her. What's the Mary dance? Yeah, and then Lake it. <laughs> Boom. What I tell oh, you? I, did she do the pass out in the Burger King commercial? No, she did not. <laughs> she hadn't got to that point yet. <laughs> <laughs> feel like you need to do a chalk line around her. <laughs> I don't know who was more toned up in that situation, Mary or ba- Burger King. She well, said, Mary trying to get the bag. Right, it's like calling yeah. Shakra Samuel Jackson tone deaf because they just, whoever called, right. they going to answer. You're right. Right. Every, look, You're right. I'm still trying to figure out why Shaq didn't partner with the general. I'm sure Mary's um, <laughs> not parted. I'm sure Mary's uh, husband at the time was like, you gonna get this, this bag. Burger King okay. bag. First of all, <laughs> she like had a, to get the so Burger King bag it. to pay his ignit behind. Uh, okay. That's another. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole another, another conversation. Right. 
So another one on here is that had me weak. Oh no. <laughs> so so problematic. <laughs> so had me so weak. So this tweet says, I'm still crying at that dog being named N-word. And I hate myself. Not you for not that. saying it. Well, I'm not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've said it four times on this podcast. You knew what I meant. Anyway. <laughs> say what I said. <laughs> and in the tweet that he tweeted, uh, or I said subtweeted or whatever, it says, RP N-word <laughs> died on May 16th, 1943, when he was tragically hit by a car. Died second in 2020 due to political correctness. <laughs> due to what? Political, political correctness. correctness. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was us all first season. How do we, how do we say this? I have so being... many questions. <laughs> I what, what, is the, what is the energy in the dog park when you're like, nigga, come here, nigga. Nigga, sit. Forget that in the house. Are you 1943. Are you fighting him or do you have questions? Like, what's the mood? Nigga, what's fetch. the vibe? If your dog was playing with nigga, are you suddenly like, no, we can't play with nigga no more? <laughs> I need to know what the energy around the dog named nigga was. Oh, I know. I'm I'm riddled with questions. What was the vet experience well, like? Is, you know, you take your what, dog to the doctor and you take him, even if the vet is white, and you're like, "Hi, this is nigga." <laughs> Straight face. Like, oh, I see. Or is it hard R? Hi, this is nigger. Uh, forget all it? that. You in the house? It's 1943. Somebody black is probably working in the house. Oh no! Are uh-huh. they both coming at the same time? <sighs> nigga, come in this two of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> Where's the button? Where's the button? This is getting offensive. Right. Because I was just about to do fetch. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> now that you said it like that, like, you ain't going to take a time out. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. The Ooh. audacity. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I wasn't proud of that joke, but I feel like I need to get it out. <laughs> and now we're here. And, and now right. we're in this cancel culture. When they cancel you, don't cancel the rest of us. Uh, Just you. Oh, I feel like I'm safe because I asked it in the form of a question. <laughs> That's, that's what the white because person really said curious. in the room. I'm I curious. thought it was fine because I asked it a Is question. Is this not a safe space? <laughs> Oh, man. oh my god you know oh, Jesus. oh lord I'm so sorry but also what compels you to name your dog that you know why he's black <laughs> <laughs> it, be, it, be, it be your own people it be your own people it be your own people I'm sorry oh, oh. But aren't you fond of him Or then every time the dog like messes up, there's a difference between who did this in the living. You know that was that nigga. But there's a difference between (laughs) naming your dog that and referencing it. Oh my god! Oh god! I cannot. That's absolutely awful and wrong, but funny. (laughs) Don't do that shit no more. I feel like I need to see um. What's the uh, Black Lady Sketch Show? I need to see a skit around this. Because it would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so funny. Nigga! 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 No, don't you do that, nigga! Oh Get my over gosh. Yes, yeah, that. Sit. Once he gets hit by the car, you're wailing in the street. Nigga! 
Wait, you know what that makes me think of? You know what that makes me think of? Don't be a drink. Uh, don't be a menace while drinking juice in the hood. And then little boy, oh my boy, why are you oh, that? Oh, hey, my child, move on. Like, Lord have mercy. Oh my God. Anyway. Ooh. Oh, okay. That so should not be that funny. See, <laughs> this is racism is not funny. <laughs> you funny sound dude. like you sound like a PSA. <clears throat> racism is not funny. With tears in my eyes. Right. right. That's terrible. All right. Anyway. Right, now that we know. There's there's more. Cool. Oh, okay. There's please, more. Please. Please. Share. Share. Look. Yes. Share. <laughs> this one has sound. Couple of sound. Uh oh. Oh. Uh oh, hold on. Let's start that over again. Sorry. Let's get this right. I need to back out of that. Try this again. This One more again. In this school system, then why did you stay in Mexico? Oh, you need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> it's a collective gasp for me. I mean, they were, he was racist as all get out, but it's the collective gasp. <gasps> <laughs> it's us. It always cracks me up when white people see something racist in action because they never see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we knew it in a long time. We were like, "Oh, that's yeah. racist." You want to know why they didn't <laughs> why see it coming? Why don't you go back to Mexico? <laughs> <laughs> you want to know why you they didn't see leave. it coming? <laughs> it's a Captain Sabaho for me. <laughs> she is a go of that clip. <laughs> Captain Saber racist. I like it. Yes. But wait, you want to know why they don't see it coming? Because it's not them delivering it oh, in the moment. Oh, no. <laughs> you think white people don't know what other racist white people look like? Themselves? Oh. <laughs> this is getting offensive. What about the allies? I know that we have gone through a whole bunch of memes just now. Because sure racism have. is not funny. But Even it is though sometimes. it is funny, and sometimes yet, here we are sometimes laughing hysterically about it. It's there still, still we're laughing. But trauma wrapped in jokes. Ooh, child. Oh, child! damn, friend. that is how we cope. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It is. But I mean, whatever. As a culture, um, our friend who isn't here with us today, we miss you. R.I.B. When normally we're like, okay, y'all, tighten up. It's time for me, mother. <laughs> we. All right, all right. Okay, okay. Me, mother. All of that, right? Well, I'm not her. So and you still did it. I tried to find a meme, but it's actually like a reel. And I'm just gonna read the reel. I don't have to really play oh, okay. it. Um, because I don't watch things with sounds. I don't know what she's saying. Ooh, problematic. Mm. Right. So <laughs> if you learn anything from this podcast. Turn on the sound. Eventually. Not while you're at work or in a meeting. <sighs> but anyway. Girl, read your so room. so it says I'm I might be fat, but I identify as skinny. Hold on, because it's a real. So, <laughs> bitch, I'm translender. <laughs> I don't know what's funny. The fact that I was trying to wait for the real to play or the fact Both. that I'm just translender. Both. Both. <laughs> so, yes, that's your meme of the week. <laughs> I'm not that. I identify as skinny. Bitch, I'm translender. Okay? See me? Not the flex. You the whole muscle, girl. You hello. You Come really, on. The whole muscle. Thank you. Our first time trying to do meme of the week without Carol and Nicole killed it. Fail. I respect it. <laughs> I meant killed no, it in a good way. way. Oh, in the black you. way. <laughs> Slay, queen. Slay. Jesus. Thanks. Appreciate you. Not you not getting it. <laughs> Which made it even funnier. <laughs> 
Anyway. compliment your ass. I appreciate you. I don't know if it go either way. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I receive it. I receive it. Because who are we? Anyway. <laughs> but Shady. But yeah, that was the meme of the week. Thanks, oh, y'all. Okay. Well, this was a good episode. It, it, it was. was. Really good. Thank y'all. Are we ready to do our aftershade? Aftershade? Oh. No, aftershade. Yeah, aftershade? No. It fits kind yeah, of still. It does. It does. It does. For us, for sure. <laughs> I forgot about that. After Shady. After Shady. Yeah, both. It all tracks. It all tracks. Who wants to start? Now you go first. You always preach a word. So maybe we go shorter since you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Who go Shady. Get it every week. Carol's getting offended. But at least nobody brought up your ages, so I'm well. She's here in spirit. Right. (laughs) Wrap this shit up, Saya. Tighten up. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Keep it to one closing. Right. (sighs) <laughs> but wait okay side note real quick before you go oh my see <laughs> see it ain't me so it ain't tip, me tip told us how she went to the concert right and so that jazz had a fake closing the yeah. fact that you knew to stay <laughs> i mean i was like eh, don't feel real i've been to enough black churches to know this ain't immediately it. and i was like first closing <laughs> For black, black church experience, <laughs> all the heathens left. Look, when the pastor goes, I'm done, y'all. Right. Ten <laughs> minutes later, right. my first closing. I thought there might be multiple, but there was only one. Oh, anyway. Okay, well, look at you roll, holding see, out. See, look, you, you've learned some things. Okay, Listen, anyway, right. sorry, we digress. Go yes. ahead. Sorry. All right, so I think for my Afro shade for this week is gonna be. <sighs> this was this was this was a lot, but I think. What I gathered from most of this whole entire episode that I think is something that people would benefit from is remembering to stay, and that's kind of, I guess, my running theme, but staying true to yourself, if that means making light of a situation that is completely racist just so you can get through the day, do whatever's necessary so you can get through the day. If it means that you need to check a couple of people about how they're being racist online, then you go ahead and you check a couple people because that's what you need to make sure that you don't have to deal with this and have it in your timeline again. But make sure whatever you're doing, that it's going to be true to yourself because we don't need you out here exhausted from trying to run up and check everybody if that's not really who you, the type of person that you are or trying to make light of things that really to you aren't funny. If you see these type of things happening in or around your life, find the best way for your own self to be able to cope with them. Because I think that our group, for the most part, uses humor. And that's what mm-hmm. works for us. Because Lord knows. It keeps the dopamine up. Okay. And we <laughs> need it in this time frame. But for others, <clears throat> who I kind of aspire to be, but I realize that is not me. <laughs> they be checking folks. Day in and day out. Writing yeah. think pieces. Making sure that somebody out there knows that this ain't okay. And I appreciate y'all so much. But that ain't me. Van. Amanda. <laughs> okay. Yes. Look. All y'all. Y'all do all the work so that I can run because I can't do that <laughs> myself. And I need my humor to be able to get through. So humor. do whatever you need to do for yourself to make sure that you're okay as you're dealing with these things. And if it bothers you, don't let anybody let, make you feel like you're being super sensitive to this. If it bothers right. you, 
that's for a reason. And right. if you feel like you need to step up and say something, then say it. Or if there's some other way you need to handle it, then handle it in that way. If that means that you need to stop following uh, that brand or stop buying from them or stop uh, subscribing to, I don't know, CNN or whatever news outlet that isn't mm. that isn't pouring into you the right Ooh. way. Do whatever is necessary for you. But know that if you feel a certain way about something nine times out of ten, not only that feeling, but also the emotion that it evokes is for a reason. Tap into that and make sure that you take care of yourself because anybody else gonna be able to do it but you. Mm-hmm. That was a word. Right. Oh. As usual. Thanks. Is that your first closing or are you? No, I'm done. You're I'm good. Done. Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'll go next. Sorry, I was jotting notes as you were talking because uh, usually what happens is when I hear you speak, I get so enveloped that I forget my my um initial <laughs> yeah. thought. Oh, that's good. Um <laughs> I went to a firm for black culture that we will not be blocked from capital, greatness financial and industrial gain anymore. Yes. I affirm that we do not need validation from white brands to gain access to things that we need to be great and ascend from racism. We are one of one. We are moguls, the culture makers, the creators of cool, and we will get our due and know that we are enough in and of ourselves. And that's full stop. There is no, there's nothing that is stopping us from doing that. There's not anything that is stopping us from realizing that. And I feel like a lot of times we talk about overcoming racism and, overcoming lack and overcoming these things that we think that we have to overcome to gain. And I just feel like sometimes we need to acknowledge that those are not going to be our problems always. Mm. And that Trouble they are not going to that part and that they are not going to be our problems for forever. And we can claim that too. And I just claim that for us. I, I claim that there is some point where like racism, racism is not something that we will need to overcome in order to gain. And I really want that for us. And I really aspire to that for us because it is a hard life. It is hard um, for our mental. It's hard for our psychological and it is hard in our lifestyles. And I just think that there is a reality where we don't have to realize that anymore. And that's mm-hmm. what I claim for us. Sheesh. That's, that's a, ooh, that's ooh. a word. But the just two you. of y'all, we can, we can close. Benediction. <laughs> Go ahead. There is. You want to pass the offering, please? Lord have <laughs> mercy, we should. How do you even come after that? Can I a caveat on that real quick, though? Yeah. Uh, I think the second uh, closing. The, yeah. Second closing. I Here asked. you go. You did, but I'm sorry. I'm going to have to add to this because it reminded me of uh, Martin Luther King, um, his last book. He talks about uh, we shouldn't be aspiring to what they already have. We mm-hmm. should be aspiring. We should be making it so they aspire to be a part of what we have. That part. That should be the aspiration in general. That yeah. was, that's that why was, they bomb us. That was, that I mean, it. if that you really it. think about like what we've accomplished with them holding us back down to racism, like what would the world be like if racism didn't exist Ooh. and if we were just it regularly? If we were, if, if we, we were, were the top. Like if, if we, and I don't even mean that from an oppressive standpoint. I just mean that from the creative standpoint. Yeah, like right, what would be created? Right. Okay. Like what would be possible for us? And I just, I love that for us because I, I just they know it's out there. I know it's a reality us. that we they can receive and that's what I'm claiming. Us. That's all I got to say. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my God. I got excited okay. and hyped. <laughs> I got anything? Come on. Bring I mean, it. Bring it. Bring it. No pressure. No pressure. That was a whole lot of pressure. I, so I'm going to reflect on, I'm going to try to paraphrase from what I journaled um, a oh, couple weeks on, ago. Yeah. And I, I touched on it earlier today, but I wrote... <clears throat> We are more than chain shackles and slavery. We are innovators, visionaries, dreamers, creators, and a whole bunch of other things alike. We have the capability to be so great and we allow other people to oppress us anyway. 
Um, I heard earlier, it's our time. And that resonated with me so much so because you have the capability of being so much um, and you have a specific purpose. You just have to find what that purpose is. Um, God created everything with purpose, every single thing with purpose. And if you weren't created, then you wouldn't have had purpose. But because you are here, you have something to do. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of when you're going to find out what you have to do. Eventually, we all find out something that, we, that we're that we going to do. And I think I'm in this space, too. So I resonate with you all of it is your time. It's not it's more than just your time to shine, but it's your time to just be. Mm. It's your time yeah. to just be. It's your time. You're not a human doing. You're a human being. Right. Mm. Come, come on, human doing, human being. Like, just be all the things that you desire. And a lot of y'all will tell me all the time, Nicole, there was a point in time in my life where I stopped dreaming. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten back into a space where I can think about the things that I would like to do. And I challenge you all to just dream. Dream so that you can do. Dream so that you can be. And you have the capability to do so. So... That's a lot. Wait, that one made me cry. No. I know that was a lot. Okay, let's close because oh, I'm gonna cry. This is so great. Cry. Right. That was really good. That was really I great. Mean, I tried. I'm glad. I'm proud of us. Okay. All right. Well, we did get a. We did get a. Well, hope you held you down, Carol. Yes. Yeah. All right. Babe. Until next time. We love y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.